Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is Dukes and Bell. We are live at Buckhead Butcher Shop. We're just hanging out with our people, man. Um... We were over there talking with Katie. That's Connor's wife, uh, the owner here, Buckhead Butcher Shop. Her sister, Christian, they're here. And we were just talking about, you know, um, th- this place and how cool it is. And then Mike, the bartender, her name's Ashley. I asked her if she came up with any of these these cocktail drinks, right. the list that's on up there at the bar. And she was like, yeah, I came up with a few. And so she said, this margarita right here. So <laughs> I was like, oh. And she's like, I'm a big tequila person. Giddy up. So we started talking about tequilas, and she's showing me one that I'm not familiar with, which is rare. And then she's like, yes, I make this margarita with this particular tequila. Nice. And so we got to that whole conversation. But, man, great spot today. I, I, I don't want to – I know we got to do the NFL Blitz, but you and I are te- – you've turned me on to the tequila. Oh. Years and years of going to Vegas for fights. You know, we, we used to go to that one, that big tequila bar at MGM. Yes. And everything. So what's the one you had in her? What is well, it? Well, this is – and I, sh- I asked her to show me the bottle because here's the thing. It's like vodka. Right. There's so many, right? right? And it's like, how do you separate yourself like Tito's has done and some of the other brands? For years, guys, it was, you know, if the vodka didn't come from overseas, it wasn't any good, right? That was the, the it, that's no, the I mean, Tito's has become so, it's exploded. I don't know anybody who doesn't drink Tito's. You so, know? you know, it's, but, but. Te- uh, uh, tequila's a similar way because you've got the, re- you know, re- Reposado, um, Mike, the Blanco. I'm a, no, I'm a Casamigos guy. They've got the different oh, great. The varying degrees. But is that, no, am I being a, am no, I no, a tequila no. snob? Or is no, that t- <laughs> because at one point Casamigos was was kind of unknown. And right. then, you know, you know who was behind it. He sold George, it. Uh, George Clooney he, and yeah, Randy Gerber. He sold yeah. it for a jillion dollars. But everybody's like, oh, this Casamigos. Yes, this is Liquor Hour with Dukes and Bell right now. Hey, guys, it's Friday. This is what we do. Okay? All right, exactly. We right. are men of leisure. So, um, but this this whole tequila thing, there's so many great brands out there, and you might be unfamiliar with them. And so, anyway, she introduced me to this one, but I'm going to get the uh, the name. She showed me the bottle, and I was like, okay, oh. that's cool, and then she made one. And one last nugget. Well, be here until 7 o'clock. I know a lot of guys get off work later. We've got some of Buckhead's elite already hanging out enjoying the shenanigans, but they got a tremendous wine selection, too, guys. Some really great bottles to go with your steak, yeah. so. Check that out here as well. All right, coming up, Josh Klingler. He is the Chiefs radio network. I think he's the sideline reporter as well. We're going to talk with him in about 20 minutes and get the latest. Here's what's crazy, Mike, about this Chiefs game. We started the week, and you said the line was in favor of the Bengals. Right. That was Monday when everybody was freaking out that Patrick Mahomes and this ankle was not going to be 100%, which we still don't know if it is. All of a sudden now, the Chiefs are favored again. And, and I got to ask you, because, you know, you've, you've had your time uh, being a bookie in life. Is this Vegas 
saying we need more money on the Chiefs? I honestly think it just I, – I think the Chiefs' money was waiting to hear what Patrick Mahomes was, was doing. Now, again, anybody who's followed football or ever had a high ankle sprain knows you're not 100%. But people, I guess, are maybe this is the, the people buying the positivity coming out of Kansas City. Well, Patrick has practiced. There's video. they got fo- footage of him moving around and throwing the football. Perhaps they say, well, if Patrick is close to normal. I'm comfortable betting the Chiefs. So some of the money's now on KC. I think to, I think we'll still get some Cincinnati money before this is over. I still think it could does be it, a pick them before does it, the you, kick. Well, I was going to say, does this move to three points at all? Does it get to three? I think it stays right where it is, one and a half to one, yeah, and I maybe even down to pick them. But right now, guys, it is one and a half, Kansas City. The Eagles, uh, by the way, are two and a half point favorites. Uh, the over-under, I think, is the play there. I think 46 and a half go under. 24-21 has a nice ring to it in Philadelphia for me if both defenses just kick butt the way that Chuck Smith was talking about. I'm with you. All right, guys, want to get your thoughts as well. And, uh, Turtle, let's put our poll up, man, who, you, who you're picking this weekend. Call it now. Do not call this show Monday and be like, Dukes and Bell, I told you the Chiefs are going to win. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but Joe Burrow is like the sexiest quarterback right now for Vegas. Everyone's jumping on him with two feet, the mystique. And I think the fact you've won three games in a calendar year against those guys, that, that uh, that's something you don't sneeze at. It's a big deal to go in the arrowhead or burrowhead and be able to win the way they have. Uh, we'll get a poll question up. Who do you like? You get four choices, guys. It's easy, right? You like the 49ers going to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. You like the Eagles going to the Super Bowl with Jalen Hurts. Or you like the Chiefs getting back there with Mahomes. Or, obviously, Burrow and the Bengals going back-to-back years. And, by the way, I mean, look, Patrick Mahomes stays healthy for another five years. He's in the Hall of Fame, as it is, oh. based on his resume. Yeah. This is this is one that would be that Johnny Unitas, that kind of like you know the, the old-school dude who can play with pain and ride it out. And that's one this, – this is just another chapter to his legacy, if he can pull it off. And, nobody, by the way, nobody is writing off Patrick Mahomes. That's why they're the favorites right now. I agree. I, I'm not going to – He's still the best quarterback, man. He just is. He does special things. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris, let's get to an NFL blitz. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. So the report is that Sean Payton has issues with Broncos ownership, which is why he hasn't apparently. And, again, it's kind of vague, Mike. Has he been offered the job, or is it he's not taking the job because of this dislike or miscommunication with one of the owners rumor has it that that's not true this is what's going on with sean payton mike and this is kind of even more interesting than having an issue with an owner sean payton apparently is more concerned with the broncos salary cap situation and russell wilson and whether or not he can turn russell wilson around now i love what sean payton was able to do with drew Brees, but they were on the same page Mike, you said this months ago to me, and I kept saying, oh, I don't know, I don't want to believe it. But this stuff about Russell and how he goes about his business and how he has his own people for all the things and he doesn't really associate with his teammates. Right. And then it got out there that he had a birthday party, and Sierra was like, I'm throwing a party. And nobody and like, showed And none of his teammates showed up. Maybe Russell is the issue. And Sean Payton allegedly is not taking this job because he's more concerned with salary cap issues Right. And how do I get a 50 million quarterback on the right page? Right. I mean, you see Drew Brees in the old days, right? Doing the ho, oh, the 300 chant, the Marine chant, get everybody fired up. Russell Wilson looks like Urkel. So, I mean, this is the question right now. For years, I used to say the wrong guy, it was all on Pete Carroll. Why is Pete Carroll trying to run Russell Wilson out of Seattle? Why is Pete Carroll always taking shots? And then later on, other teammates come out. And you're like, wow, a lot of guys are anti Russell Wilson. It didn't just happen. I mean, there's got to be something there. So is Sean Payton worried this guy, number one, 
is going to, I mean, what? first off, he didn't have the locker room. Sean Payton's going to come and say, guys, he is your leader. Yeah. I don't know. Not to mention the fact that I don't know what the Nathaniel Hackett was doing, but he looked awful. He looked aw- There were times where Russell Wilson looked as bad as Matt Ryan as a Colts, and, and that's not hype. Here's so do you, and then there's a conflict with the ownership. Uh, Kerry Walton, Penner Walton, as in Walmart, that's every every Walmart nephew or grandson's got a piece of an NFL team. They're days. loaded. They're loaded. I, I don't know, Mike. Here's the thing. I, I just think about when Tom Brady left New England, and we always talk about it's like the mob. Nobody ever says anything bad about Belichick, and nobody said anything bad about Brady. 20 years he's there. Right. Not one bad thing. Russell leaves Seattle, and all we heard were teammates coming out and killing him in podcasts and saying things publicly that we didn't expect. I don't know if there's fire there, but if Sean Payton is hesitant about that, then I don't know if he takes the Broncos' job unless he feels like he can have a sit-down with Russell and they can get on the same page. But that is what I'm hearing about why he's not taking this job yet. But Mark Maskey of the Washington Post, he's the guy that put it out there, and uh, Sean Payton basically denies it, everything. Zero truth to the story in the Washington Post. That's his side. All right, guys, uh, Brian Flores is interviewing for the Vikings' D.C. job. He already interviewed for our D.C.'s job. He's going to end up somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he'll be here, but the Vikings have uh, interviewed him. He was assistant uh, for the Steelers this last season as a defensive coordinator position. Um, they have a defensive coordinator's position, but he was with Mike Tomlin with the Steelers. I don't know where Florio ends or not Florio, but Flores ends up, Mike, but I'll say this. He's on top of my list. I've been thinking about this the last couple of days when we've been having this conversation about Vic Fangio and Flores and do you want Steve Wilkes, who I don't even know if they've interviewed yet or if they're planning on interviewing him. I like Brian Flores. I think he would make a really good coordinator, and it's one of the guys. My problem is if he's not the guy that you want, and this is where the Falcons are right now. Again, maybe they're waiting on this guy that we don't know about, but you got to pull the trigger. You're going to keep planning around, and some of these guys are going to get jobs, and then you're going to be dealing with the second group of guys that you want to have instead of the first group. Well, I mean, I think the dude should come either. I like him or Steve Wilkes for us. Sure. I, either way. Okay. I like. I love the fact these guys have good defense. Think about how good the Dolphins' defense was when they had Fitzpatrick there. They were sniffing the playoffs with him. You know, you think about the, the, the dynamic of a younger coach, relatively younger, here in Atlanta. Nothing against Dean Pease. I kind of like. I think you go opposite. You go disciplinary to players coach. You go younger to older. I think that's that's pretty wise. I like Wilkes or Flores. You can make the argument for either one of them. I don't think to Arthur Blank his litigation, whatever the hell, wherever that stands now with the NFL, has any bearing on that to this organization. I don't either, Mike. But the one that is more interesting to me is D'Amico Ryan's. Everybody's number one, top of the list, defensive coordinator, young stud, former player for the 49ers. He's linked to the Texans. If he goes to the Texans. Do you realize he would be potentially the fourth black head coach fired in a row if it doesn't work out? Cronell was there. David Culley, the most embarrassing scenario for the NFL. And then Lovey Smith, they doubled down and and ran him out of town as opposed to letting him change the culture and build for the future. I would think as an African-American coach, the last team I would speak with is the Houston Texans on principle. I agree with you. Here's the problem. He was drafted there in 2006 by him. The meat of his career is with the Houston Texans. He's got great connections there in that city. He's loved by the fan base. Mm. Unlike these other guys who have come in, he wasn't a Texan. And will the McNair family treat him differently because of it? My issue, and I totally agree with you, if I'm him, I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, y'all got to get some stuff right. Because the way the team is owned when he played is not the same. It's not. And I don't know if that changes – 
okay, because D'Amico Ryans goes there. It's not about whether D'Amico Ryans is ready for the job or if he can do the job. They're, they're, they don't have the personnel. they got to do some great drafting themselves, Mike. But the fact of the matter is I'm more concerned about who I'm going to work for, and I'm with you. I mean, I get the history and the connection. I don't know if I'm taking that job. I just yeah. don't. Not right now. I mean, I think there's other spots. I mean, if, if the Sean Payton thing implodes the way we just read into it, the earlier story, maybe D'Amico Ryans winds up with the Broncos. Although, if you're the Broncos, I've got to get an offensive mind in there to fix that Russell Wilson situation. No doubt, guys. It's our NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. As we go around the NFL, Mike brought this up about two of his parents speaking out about his recovery. Um, I want you to hear this. His father's name is what? Galu? Is that right? And Diane, his mother. Um, this is the tongue of Iloas talking about trusting the Dolphins' organization for Tua's recovery. Oh, he comes no, back. He yeah, comes this, back. Yeah, he comes back. You know what I'm saying? And that's their guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they love him. They, we love them and what they're doing and how they're, you know, helping him with his recovery and everything else, you know, trying to get him back. Yeah. Still going through his protocol, but, man, we're grateful for them, too. Very thankful for Miami, the, the organization, the owner, you know, and so is Greer and, you know, as a GM, and head coach Mike. I mean, that guy's special. Very special head coach. So, in essence, a two-month concussion protocol, right? Six weeks so Yeah, far. it's weird. And, by the way, I love his dad. That's dad. Your dad would say the same thing right. if you were the quarterback of the Dolphins. My dad would say the same thing. Oh, they love him. Yeah, they're, they're taking care of him. You know what my old man would say? We're not sure his brain's all right as it is. <laughs> What's a few more hits? Get him out there. I, I cash that check. This this idea like they're gonna take care of him because well, I, I dad, I love you. Yeah. It's a business. Yeah. I, I just and by the way, sounds cold hearted, but when you look at the big picture, knowing where the Dolphins are, how good that defense is, you had the Buffalo Bills on the ropes with a Skylar Thompson. Yeah. I mean, if you get two of back, and I gotta be honest, I thought the game of the Falcons played down there two years ago. That's the two of which I still he still crops up. Makes he threw two decisions. picks in the, in the second right. half, didn't he? In right, that makes game bad decisions. So I don't know. And then you and then the purely from the health standpoint, how can I give him that fifth year, knowing that I don't know a thing? He could take a hit in practice. He could take a hit in preseason, and we're right back to square one. It's crazy. Unless you feel that Skyler showed you enough in that way. That no. Like, no, 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 no. Coming up, we're going to talk to Josh Klingler, guys. We'll head to Kansas City and talk about the Chiefs as they get ready for the Bengals at Burrowhead. No, he didn't. <laughs> this is Jim Rome with the CBS Sports Minute. Uh, chef Leonard is the and was the longtime chef at Bones. So if you ever went to Bones Restaurant, he probably cooked your meal, and he is amazing, and he is bringing out these hors d'oeuvres and these Finger foods, and I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, so you guys, whether it's a, a seasoned grill man or you want to get started, guys. Seth Leonard, stop it. This is the Taj Mahal <laughs> of meat. This is like an ultra lounge. We've got a full liquor bar. It's a scene. So uh, Josh Klingler joins us now on the waitfor.com hotline. They know something about steaks in Kansas City. Yes, they do. Josh, do you have like a multi purpose butcher shop bar nightclub in Kansas City? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. No, the every one stop shop, huh? Yes, it sir. is. It really is. I mean, literally, you can purchase it. And have it cooked right here at the same place while you're having a cocktail. It's unbelievable. All right, let's talk about this game. Um, we got to start with the obvious, right? And, and pardon us for talking about what has been talked about all week. Josh, what do you know about this ankle? I've seen videos. I've seen little snippets. Where is Mahomes, in your opinion? What is he going to be on Sunday? Yeah, we've all turned into, I'm calling it amateur ankle uh, analysts. Uh, no doctorate. <laughs> 
Um, no MRIs, no hands-on. We're all just uh, observing um, snippets of practice. <laughs> he's either faking it really well or he's been a remarkable healer, and he's been that way throughout his entire career. He's played with the, you know, various injuries, and, and, and we still look back at the, the kneecap dislocation he did at Denver a few years ago on a quarterback sneak, which ended any quarterback sneaks probably ever uh, in his tenure here in Kansas City, and he only missed a few weeks. And um, He had an injured toe he played with um, earlier that he said was worse than this ankle, and so um, you know, he's, he's running around okay. You know, we haven't really seen him at full speed, and I think he's probably waiting to see exactly how that works out on Sunday. Um, but, you know, so far so good. There's nothing that's going to keep him out of the game for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, only only Patrick and Mandy Reed and whoever know how limited he is and, and what they might have to tweak in the playbook to accommodate that. He's not a runner per se, but he's great with his feet. I mean, he's he's smart when he takes off. He obviously can move around the pocket and, and move, uh, uh, evade stuff in the pocket. And so his mobility, you know, if it's, if it's not 100%, we'll have to see how that, how that factors into how he's able to, to play. But he's definitely playing. It is uh, Josh Klingler with us, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline. Josh with the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. I know the, the, uh, the Bengals really hated all that chatter about a Kansas City-Buffalo match here in Atlanta, and they kind of used that as some motivational yeah. fuel. Are the uh, Chiefs upset with this Burrowhead stuff and the fact that the Bengals have been kind of getting one over on the Chiefs? Yeah, uh, they're not doing much publicly about it, but yes. I mean, they know they know it's there. They know the chatter's there. Uh, defensive uh, tackle Chris Jones today uh, ended his press conference and said, uh, you know, I'll see you, see you all Sunday at Burrowhead. So he was really the first <laughs> one to kind of said it out loud. So uh, I think I think there's a, yeah, there's a little, there's a little feistiness with this game because, the Chiefs, really, this was the fuel for their offseason, uh, blowing an 18-point lead in the AFC Championship game last year to the Bengals. I mean, this was, this was what uh, sent them to the, you know, to the summer workouts and, and everything heading into the season. So everything's right there for the, you know, the ability to, to get one back that they thought they should have had last year. So sets up perfectly in that regard, just a little extra fuel, I guess. But, but yeah, um, they they've done a pretty good job of not you know taking the bait, but they're, they they all know what's going on, and certainly Chris kind of put an exclamation point on that today. Yeah, I saw when Willie Gay, the linebacker, asked about what impresses him about the Bengals' <laughs> offense. Nothing. It was like Mr. T. It was like yeah. Brother Lang. <laughs> Nothing impresses me. Um, and he, you know, Jamar Chase was asked who said it. Uh, there's a lot of chirping going on. Let me ask you this. Yeah. How do the Chiefs slow down the Bengals' run game? They broke the Bills off for a buck seventy last week. I think the Bengals' running backs as a tandem are better than Jacksonville's, and Jacksonville had some success running the ball against you guys. Is that a concern going into this game? Oh, absolutely. I think that's that's and that got their offense jump started right against the the Bills. No doubt about it. The way they ran the football and they ran the football against the Chiefs pretty well in the first matchup. And they didn't have Joe Mixon. It was just Samaje Pirine. And uh, he was really good uh, catching the football as well. And so having that tandem, that's, that's the first thing you got to – there's a lot you got to stop on this offense, obviously. But, you know, if they're running the football, that really sets the tone. I think, I think the same can be said on the flip side. I think both teams probably want to try to establish the run, uh, knowing they can throw the football with their, with their terrific quarterbacks. But, yeah, stopping the run has is, is got to be, uh, you know, mode number one. And then, you know – uh, getting the pass rush on Joe Burrow. They they felt like last year that he kind of slipped out of their fingertips a couple times uh, late in the game especially. And so 
they need to get some some pressure on the quarterback, stop the run game, and and not allow you know Jamar Chase and T Higgins to be running around the secondary and and uh, expose the the back end of the defense that way. So yeah, that's the prime focus. It, it is it's simplistic, right? It's like stop the run and establish the run. But I think that's a big part of the game for both sides. It is Josh Klinger with us, guys, talking about the playoffs, man, AFC Championship. That's the late game, by the way, from the Chiefs Radio Network here on Dukes and Bell. I was looking at the numbers from the overtime game last year, and I know that they moved on with multiple pieces, including Pacheco, who's a stud, but Tyreek Hill had seven catches for 78 and a touchdown last year. Do you think this is a game where they could use a guy like Tyreek Hill or they've got enough weapons? Well, it's just been different. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes' numbers this year kind of speak for themselves, their ability to spread the football around. Um, Travis Kelsey is the A number one target. We know that. Um, they've done a fantastic job of throwing the football to the, to the running backs. Jerick McKinnon has had a terrific season finding the end zone and being kind of the, uh, the screen guy and the outlet guy on, on third down and, and in the red zone, that type of thing. But, yeah, I mean, they'd love to have a wide receiver kind of step up in this, in this postseason. Um, didn't hear a lot from either Juju Smith-Schuster or Marquez Valdez-Scantling last week. And so one or both need to probably have a bigger game this go-round. They're going to focus on Travis Kelsey. There's no doubt about it. And they've done a really good job on him as well. Really kind of second half when they've shut down the Chiefs offense. They've done a better job uh, against Travis Kelsey. And so Kelsey's always going to get the, the top attention, and that frees some stuff up for the wide receivers. Someone uh, needs to, to step up and grab it. Josh, how much pressure is on Andy Reid? Do you feel like having home field advantage, playing the Bengals two years in a row? I love Big Red, and I know what he's accomplished as an NFL coach. He's one of the best to ever do it. But don't you feel like there's some pressure on him right now? A little bit, because I think, well, I think it's pressure on everybody, because I, I think you don't want to waste this pretty terrific window that you're in. I call it kind of the first era of, of Patrick Mahomes, and we're getting kind of greedy around here, too. I mean, Five straight home games in the AFC Championship, two trips to the Super Bowl, but only one win. You know, it feels like so greedy, right? Like, only one win. Uh, But this feels like, uh, you know, multiples, at least in this early run, that you should be able to stack a couple of these. And, yeah, you can't ask for anything more playing these games at home. And so uh, uh, two and two, right, in in home AFC Championship games. So you you have to take advantage of of the home field in these situations. This is a tough matchup, though, no doubt about it. The Bengals have have, – done a really nice job finishing off games against the Chiefs, and, and they would like to get one back, obviously, because they led all three. They've, they've lost four, you know, uh, three straight, I guess, uh, against Joe Burrow and company, and including the playoff game, and all three games they led in the fourth quarter and let it get away. So they'd love to finish this one. I don't know if the pressure's fully on Andy Reid, but, you know, you don't get to an, another Super Bowl and win another one in this, you know, this kind of era, then it, it, it does kind of put the pressure on, but I think, I think it does get a little greedy. I mean, we're we're, we're pretty spoiled right now with this, but the bar is set pretty high and their expectation level is pretty high. So I guess we, we all have to hold them to the same kind of standard that they expect, which is, you know, be in that, be in that big game. Give yourself a chance to, to, to win it all. It is Josh Klingler with us, guys. We're uh, kind of handicapping the AFC Championship, and I use handicap because we like to gamble, Josh. We like to put a little money on these things. And i got to be honest, the Chiefs didn't really cover the spread a lot this year. Mm. And some of that was maybe having some leads and, yeah. you know, whether they took the pedal off the gas. I don't know. But why, why was it like that this year? Is it, to, is it a sum of its parts and they get up for the bigger games and the reg, some of the regular season games? Yeah, I mean, I think the front end of their schedule probably – you know, it was a little bit tougher, and they kind of geared up then, and that's when you saw kind of, what, three 40-point games in the first half of the season. 
I thought against the better opponents. And not to say they got bored down the stretch, but they might have got a little bit bored down the stretch. Um, you know, the, the, the schedule kind of lightened up, but they did play closer to the best games. It didn't exactly blow people out. I think a factor of not covering two is big numbers. I mean, they've had a lot of big numbers uh, each and every week. But um, so, yeah, they haven't, they haven't done the greatest job of, of finishing teams off when they've been able to, you know, get leads and what have you. And so um, I, I, I think that this, this is a team, again, that I think their expectation level is the playoffs. Not to say they're going through the motions during the regular season, but um, it's about the playoffs. And so uh, I think the, the, the foot's back on the gas, and hopefully we'll see that come Sunday. You know, I don't think it's going to be a, a, uh, a large, um, you know, uh, um, margin by any means. The Bengals are really good. Uh, this is, I think, going to – go down to probably the fourth quarter and late in the fourth quarter. So a close game can be expected. I guess that's good for both. Both have played pretty well in close games. Uh, you, you hope that the, the Chiefs playing close games against lesser opponents does help in close games against better opponents. We'll see. Weather Sunday, what's it supposed to be? Well, um, no offense to you guys, I did not want to go to the neutral site. Uh, but realizing I'm giving up about 60 degrees on the sidelines, okay? Um, <laughs> between the, the indoor climate controlled and what's supposed to be like uh, 10, 11, 12 degrees uh, coming on, on, uh, on Sunday. So, uh, but I'll take it. I'd rather be at home than, than neutral for sure. But, it's, uh, yeah, it's not exactly uh, indoor climate controlled. But uh, I don't, don't think the precipitation is going to be a problem. It's just going to be cold. And, Josh, just for Falcon fans, when next time we get to Arrowhead, what is the steakhouse? You can pick only one steakhouse in a city like Kansas City. Where would you go? Wow. Um, I know you probably have many friends in the business. There could be only I know. That's that's always the hard part. Everybody asks, where do you go for barbecue? I'm like, I go everywhere. Because it's like you go <laughs> exactly. get a, a, a plate of something here, a, a side of something here, a sandwich here. It's hard to say. But um, Capitol Grill is always the – to kind of go to for that, so I, I, I guess I'd say that for the for the steak, and then you don't have to pay me down for barbecue because it's everywhere. True enough, it there is. You go. Good, good what, intel. And, and by the way, best tailgating I, I got to say it in the NFL when you talk about Arrowhead, most and, collegiate environment, yeah, the pros really it's, is. It's just one. Of, if you've never been, one of the best places to go take in a game. Hey, we appreciate you, man. Josh, have a great call on Sunday. Good luck, and uh, thanks again for joining us. Anytime, guys. Thanks. Josh Kinkler, guys, Chiefs Radio Network. But Good info there. Good and info. Again, that's why I asked him that question because, you know, how much the Bengals put that. They didn't want to play in Atlanta either. They thought that was disrespectful. You know, hearing that said so that Buffalo was going to be winning that game is a done deal. And now the Chiefs been hearing all week, oh, the Bengals got your number. It's, uh, that, that plays on pros, even though oh, even yeah. though we joke around about from Pop Warner to college, like Georgia, 7-5. and five. Nobody said 7-5. and five. But even at the pro level, Carl, these these guys, they will use that for some fire. I think the Bengals used it last week. The Chiefs will try to use it to their advantage this week. All right, guys, we are live at Buckhead Butcher Shop. Ashley's here making cocktails and drinks and doing amazing things. Yeah, Chef she's Leonard's, got her own little margarita going on. Chef Leonard's serving up food. We've got your meats. Come on down. 3198 Canes Hill Place. We're going to be here until 7, and it's just a, a vibe, man. We're having a great time because it's our first time in here. will not be our last as we are great partners with Buckhead Butcher Shop. And if you've never been, again, if you're just looking for something to cook over the weekend, come on down right. and check it out. All right, Yeah Man, No Man's coming up. We're going to catch up, I think, with Connor Roney, maybe the owner of Buckhead Butcher Shop at some point here. But Yeah Man, No Man is on the way. Also in the 4 o'clock hour, 
Um, college basketball loses a legend, and Mike and I are going to talk about what it meant, so stay tuned for that coming up in less than 25 minutes here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm about to bring this average way down. I've been to 10 states. Wow. Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Massachusetts, Georgia, Florida, Washington State, and Oregon. Okay. All right. So So you've never been to Cali? Not yet. All right. Wow. Now, look, California is a great state to visit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to live there, but visit is a phenomenal state. It is. By the way, our our boy Brandon Mincy sent this to me on Twitter, and he – he said he had been to exactly 17, okay. which was pretty crazy because he hit right on the average, and then we all went above nice. except for little Turtle, who's a little behind. <laughs> no, man, that's it. The one thing before my – again, not to be morbid, but two, two days in a row talking about my old band, we were going to do before we passed away, we were going to fly to Chicago, and you could rent motorcycles. They'd stage them for you, and we were going to ride to Sturgis. Oh. And that was the trip. So I would have gone to the Dakotas and the Badlands. Yeah. And seeing all that, we never got he passed away that fall, but that was that was going to be the trip in '93. It's it's not morbid if you're remembering. Yeah, that's not morbid. Right. That's that's a good as you're you're getting to memorize. But it. I, I've done Route 66. I've done I've gone through Oklahoma, Barstow, San Bernardino. Yeah. But uh, but not but again not to Oklahoma. Mostly from the Phoenix side into Southern California. I got you. Okay. Yeah. And and I'll say this. Look, it's not for everybody, but I know everybody wants to travel abroad. Mike's been fortunate. I've been overseas. I, there's a lot of places that are great in our country, like. There are a lot yeah. of cool places that right. you can just drive to in our country. I, and I think we take for granted sometimes because right. we want to go to – we need to go to Paris or Europe. And it's like, dude, there's so many places in, a, in America right. that if you went, you'd be like, holy – I can't believe this. I know that – you ever watch – now, this is really nerdy on uh, National Geographic. You ever watch Aerial America? Yeah, the, the flyover. And that's the thing. Well, I gotta, I've got to get – the Columbia River, for instance, that's one of those things I yeah. want to go see. And then do the Willamette Valley in Oregon, great wine country. Well, what we have that – you know. The other the con- countries in Europe, they're not they're not that large. Most of them, some of them are like Russia. When, you, when huge. you think about England, when you drive from Miami to Tallahassee, that's, that's like England. driving from yeah. that's like driving from the south of London to Scotland. So while they are all probably one more of one landscape, we have so many different landscapes throughout our country, and it, so it's kind of cool to look at. But 
real quick, it, it, we are here for Dukes and Bell Tailgate at home. Yeah. And we, we brought it to you. With a nice geographical twist. Well, I wanted to I, – I thought that was really interesting because I don't I think I don't think people think about that. And you really kind of see how much people have seen other uh, sites. What are you guys doing this weekend for Tailgate at home? So we're here, um, and my wife literally said, make sure you bring some meat home. <laughs> so yeah. I am going to, as we get tonight, take a look and see what exactly – because the choice is here. You, you know. I mean, we oh, walked right. around. It's endless. I mean, you know, if I want to do a butt, if I want to do a skirt, a, a, a skirt steak, if I want to do steaks. Right. They got chicken. I mean, it doesn't. So I'm going to take a look, um, but I'm going to do something from here, and I will be posting it uh, over the weekend, probably on Sunday for the for the games. But yeah, I'm going to do something from here. And and Mike says it. They've got the sides here as well. Right. I'm not decided because I want to go through the selection of all the new stuff they've got here. Yeah. There's a Wagyu beef strip. There's oh. a New York strip with Wagyu beef. Oof. Oh. Uh, there's a couple of things I'm looking at. I'm, you know me, fat equals flavor for the kids out there. Uh, Becky always says uh, the fillets, but there's a couple of boned ribeyes. Got my name all over it. And Mike Conti, who's here with us, he, he, back when we started this a few years back, he was like, Spinellis, Spinellis. And we were like, the Spinellis cut. We were like, what? What are you talking about? And that, they have it here. Yeah, it's you, good. you can't get it everywhere. So good. And you've got to be very delicate the way how you cut, how you cook it. Don't want to overcook the Spinellis. Definitely I, on the on the underside. And you'll I've already it. checked out the bone ends, and it's either a cowboy Ooh, or, you're going I'm big. Getting, or I'm getting the time. Well, look, it feeds, Go big. it feeds two people. You can cook. Look. Right. Look, I put a piece of meat on the wife's plate. She's gonna eat it. Hey now, are we speaking? Are we speaking metaphorically? Hey, we're, are we we're, talking gastronomically? Hey, Mike, I'm not trying to label things. All right. By the way, speaking of labels, find you the label of W Sauce. It is here at Buckhead Butcher Shop today. It's bigger, better, bolder, and now it's spicier. If you get the fire shower version. What was that phrase again? I think we can put that on a T-shirt. Put it on a plate. I put a piece of meat on a plate. My wife's going to eat it. But yeah, by the way. Squidbilly said She'll that. put it in her mouth. I'll put it on her plate. Easy. That's, Easy. That's, that's me. That tomahawk, though, when you cut it off the bone, oh, you're right. Dude, that's what you, and you slice it up. It's you're like right. a carb. It's like squid's carving station at And, hey, at and for the kids at home who got doggies, just wrap that uh, tomahawk bone with tin foil so it doesn't get too many carcinogens on it. It doesn't get scarred and burned up, and your dog can go to town on it. Yeah, that, that doesn't work with my dog. Really? Yeah, no. she, her mouth can't fit around no, it. Because, no, she can, but then she tips upside down. Yeah, it's too big. <laughs> Ways more than her. It's too big. All right, guys. Uh, don't forget our friends at the Bucket Butcher Shop. Thank you. Come down here, support them. For them, they're supporting us. And don't forget my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company, GeorgiaHempCompany.com. Use the code SquidBilly10 to get 10% off your CBD needs. Turtle, hit your 10 state music. I've been everywhere, man. That's perfect. Everywhere. That is perfect. I was say, yeah, man. Yeah, that could be tonight's game winner. Where have yep. you been? Favorite place uh, off that the, you off visited? The trail in the USA. Uh, have you been? I was asking Grand Canyon. Been to Grand Canyon? I've never been to the Grand Canyon. Okay, yeah, because um, that's that's one of those other places I've flown over. I've not been to. Yes, I've seen it from above, but yeah, and, and it's so massive. Like when you fly over, they're like, "We're passing over the Grand Canyon," and you're like, and "You still are." Yeah, you're like, "That's it." Always sit on the right side of the plane for the return trip. It's same time for Vegas. Okay, hey. but I got married. I got engaged in the Grand Canyon. Okay. Yeah, flew so, in, in the helicopter. This summer, we'll get a station wagon. We'll, we'll, we'll drive out. Go to the <laughs> <laughs> Lampoon's vacation. Yeah. Uh, Dixon Bell's vacation. Wait, didn't the Bradys get locked in a jail in the, when the Bradys went to the went to a Grand Canyon? Nice old prospector. Look it up. All right, I just stopped the show. Dennis Drax. Brady Back to you, caller. Hey, <laughs> coming up, we're going to talk about the legendary Billy Packer. He passes away. We got to mention it because if you're a Hoops fan or even if you're a casual basketball fan, you recognize the voice. We need to talk about it because we've lost another great broadcaster. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 